Hey guys, it's me, Nasty Andy from Now You Know. Did you miss me? <laughs> I missed you guys. Sorry, I've just been busy. I've been catching up, working on me, working on my empire, just doing my thing, staying on that high vibe and loving life every day. <laughs> so let's jump right in, guys. This is called Inner Child. Heal your wounded inner child. You will thank me later. Okay? I promise you, baby boy, baby girl, you will thank me. (laughs) Whatever you liked as a kid, do it now. Feel to heal. Sit down with your inner child and ask. What can I do to make you feel safe and at home? Live those moments over again as a happy child. A lot of us got our, you know, our inner child was wounded and a a lot of things got taken away from us, okay? So as an adult, Nurture your inner child with your adult self. Because a lot of us didn't have, you know, mental, emotional, physical stability. And we get uncomfortable with, you know, our surroundings. And we live in fear and anxiety and... As your adult self, nurture that inner child and let them know, hey, it's okay. I'm here. And always be there for yourself, guys. Always. Okay? Don't ever give up on yourself. And always sit there with yourself and make sure that you're okay. Let's jump into a joke. This is... This is great. Alexa told me this. (laughs) How does Dark Vader like his chocolate? (laughs) On the dark side. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) You know, I really do. I like Star Wars. I've always loved Star Wars. Um, When I was growing up, because I've movie theaters, I love movie theaters. Movies has always been like a thing for me as my inner child. Um, so every Star Wars movie that came out, I would go to the movies either with my friends, my brother, or like my family, and we'd go watch the Star Wars movies. But it's just crazy to think too how long Star Wars has been around. It's just blows my mind, but I love it. I love Star Wars. Um, and guys, like I said, do the things that you liked to do as a child. If, if you liked the movies growing up, go to the movies. Treat yourself. Go buy you some candy, some nachos, a Slurpee. Go, you know... Get all stoned before you go. (laughs) And enjoy yourself, okay? Another thing, guys. Family time. I know a lot of people don't have a family. And I'm very sorry. 
if you don't. And that breaks my heart. I'll be your family if you don't have a family. Let me know. (laughs) No, but seriously, like family time is important. Spend more time with your family, okay? I have a very big family. Mexicans, there's a lot of us, okay? So (laughs) my brother decided, you know, let's have wiffle ball in the park and pizza and, and some family fun time. And, you know, I'll I'll always agree to that. Always. Sign me up. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so a gang of us just went down to the park down the street in Florence, Colorado, my hometown, down the street from my my grandmother's house and down the street from where I grew up. Um, So we had a ball. We literally had... Uh, we had two teams, we had two teams of seven, actually my team only had six and my brother's team had seven, but we still with six people on our team, my team, of course we won. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hit a couple Homer home runs. Uh, my team was great. Honestly, like. I was impressed. Well, my oldest son was on my team and he he gets real competitive with me and gets, you know, kind of an attitude. But he was team captain, but he wasn't doing his job, so I took over. <laughs> but yeah, so we we had a good time. My grandma was just enjoying herself because she loves to be around her family. She loves to see her family getting along, having fun, laughing. You know, all her great grandbabies were there. Well, not all of them, but because she has a lot. But, you know, and um, a lot of her grandchildren were there. And it just brought her so much joy and happiness. And I loved it. I loved every moment of it. And it brought back a lot of childhood memories for me because, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but I'm actually quite the baseball star. (laughs) Uh, Always have, have been since I was a kid. I've played baseball since I was about four years old until high school and then you know I I got into like leagues and stuff um as an adult but it just wasn't the same but yeah I I do I love baseball and it did it brought back a lot of memories for me and I have a funny memory to tell you guys um my cousin and I Gabrielle uh she goes by Gobby that's what we call her but her real name's Gabrielle uh me and her were a year apart so we were pretty close, you know, and, and we were in sports together and stuff. So we ended up joining a softball league in the summer and I was 13 years old and she was 14. And, uh, so our, uh, town wanted to take a picture of us, take a picture of our team. Cause you know, we're representing Florence and we're in a softball tournament league So I decide to convince all the girls. I'm like, all right, ladies, let's take a picture and let's all make an ugly face in this picture. And all of them were like, yeah, yeah," like thinking it's all funny. And like, you know, 
I'm thinking, yeah, they're, we're going to all do this. Well, <laughs> turns out everybody else chickened out, including my cousin, and I'm the only one in the front row of this picture making the ugliest freaking face I could possible. <laughs> and oh my gosh, <laughs> funniest thing. So it ended up in the newspaper. Like, I'm not sure if it was on the cover of the front the front page of the newspaper, but I just know it was in the freaking newspaper. And I had no clue that it was even going in the newspaper. I don't know why I didn't put two and two together. I should have. But my crush that lived in another town and went to another school, which was like our, um, our rival. Um, they were the tigers. We were the huskies and my crush <laughs> ended up telling me I ran into him and he's like, Hey, Andrea, I, I, well, everyone called me Herrera. He's like, Hey Herrera, I, I saw your uh, your picture in the newspaper for the softball league. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. He's like, you're so funny. He's like, I love the fact that you made a funny face and nobody else did. I'm like, what? <laughs> and sure shit. <laughs> My grandma, she collects newspaper clippings, always has. And she has the picture. And yeah, there's me looking ugly with an ugly face being a goof and everybody else is serious and just what are the odds of that guys what are the odds of that of my crush seeing that and then telling me hey i saw your picture in the newspaper rara <laughs> like oh i was so embarrassed so embarrassed because that was the last thing i thought about when i was making a funny face in a picture i'm like you know my i didn't think that my my crush was gonna see it. I don't know why that didn't go through my head. <laughs> but I was 13, guys. I was 13 and I wanted to be the funny gal. And yeah, that came back on me. <laughs> and I really wonder if my grandma still has that newspaper clipping. But <laughs> yeah, so now you guys know I've been a goof since I was a kid. <laughs> oh. And, uh, movie update. <laughs> Hocus Pocus. They're coming out with another one. Are you kidding me? When I heard this news and I saw the trailer, I was ecstatic. I was... I get so excited because I love movies from my childhood my children are always looking at me like oh god because every time you know the first crispy leaf falls from the trees that's when I start watching Hocus Pocus and I force my kids every year to watch it with me and they're always like oh it's not even Halloween season yet and I'm like you know what Halloween season starts literally in September and then it goes all the way through October 31st that's just me because I start watching scary movies Michael Myers you know Freddy Krueger Ghostface like I start watching all that uh like a month and a half before Halloween 
and then I start planning my costume. Usually, well, I've already had my costume planned, but you know, I was thinking this year God was going to gift me a poppy chulo so that I could do a couple's costume. I love couples costumes. I think they're the best. But since uh, Prince Charming's running a little late, uh, <laughs> I think I might just do a solo costume this year. Uh, it's going to be good, guys. It's going to be really fucking good. I'll give you guys a hint, okay? Um, snakes. That's all I'm going to say. And... You guys are going to fucking love this costume because you know what? Mama makes the best costumes. I literally put so much time and effort into every single one of my costumes. Um, yeah, so back to Hocus Pocus. Sorry, guys. I got, I got off, I got off track, but yes, put that in your calendars, guys. Hocus Pocus, uh, is coming out, I believe September 30th. Or October 1st. I'm not sure. I'll have to check again. But I know it's one of those two dates. Um, Billy. I love Billy. Billy's, <laughs> Billy's my favorite on there. Like, he's just his whole vibe. He's just, he's so chill. And <laughs> I just love him. He's cute. Uh, I remind myself sometimes of Billy. Like, when I go to sleep, I usually try to put my hair back in a ponytail. I don't put it above my head because that pulls your hair, but I put it like lower sometimes or I braid it. And when I wake up in the morning, sometimes my ponytail falls down to the side and I look like Billy from (laughs) Hocus Pocus, like a fucking dead colonial boy. (laughs) But yeah, guys, put that in your calendars. Be excited because Hocus Pocus is the shit. Alright, we gotta talk about this. I know there's a lot of people out there that obsess over shoes and have a lot of shoes. And that's okay, guys. I'm here to tell you, that's okay. I love shoes, too. People call me um, a shoe whore. I'm a shoe whore, okay? For sure. I have so many shoes. It's insane. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, like when I moved from my house in Florence to the city I had to get rid of a lot of my shoes and that was a really that was hard on me that was very very hard on me um (laughs) you know it, it took me like about a week in order to just get all of them round up and and figure out, okay, what do I want to do with this pair? Am I keeping it or am I donating it or am I selling it? What am I doing? But I do. I love shoes so much. Um, One thing I love about myself, I really adore that I'm a fashionista. Like, I love fashion. I love shoes. I love accessories. I love purses. I love hats, belts, jewelry, all of it. <laughs> I'm a showstopper. <laughs> um, I show up everywhere looking my best, guys. Okay? Self-care. That's a form of self-care for myself. I believe in, you know, dolling up, looking good, feeling good for myself, you know? 
I literally live for style and fashion. And, you know, a lot of people don't. That's fine. That's totally fine. Um, I have always been a fan of accessories and just expressing yourself. I feel like fashion and, um, you know, shoes, clothes, jewelry, all of it, like it's a way of expressing yourself. My family, (laughs) my family says I'm bougie. They're always like, when I show up in an event, they're like, oh my gosh, like, Really, Andrea? We're camping. Really, Andrea? We're playing baseball. Really, Andrea? (laughs) They don't understand my style, and no one does, but I'm cool with it, guys. I'm cool with being, you know, she-wolf, the lone wolf. Like, I'm I'm fine with that. (laughs) My family is very casual. They're very casual. It's, It's fine. I'm not. I'm not a casual person. I mean, yeah, I can be casual, but I don't really feel comfortable being casual. Like, I like to be bougie, I guess. <laughs> I I do. I, I like to just be all shiny and pretty and sparkly and... I like to wear my hair down and curl it and put on my favorite lipsticks and (laughs) my version of casual is a lower heel, possibly a sport wedge shoe or even like my tennis shoes. My, uh, like I wear a lot of Nikes, like a lot of my Nikes, they even have height to them because I, I like to be taller. I like to, you know, add a little couple inches to myself. (laughs) My doctor advised me not to wear heels anymore because of, you know, all my uh, injuries and problems that I've had with my legs and my circulation, my feet and just my whole body. And after my car accident, my physical therapist is like, no, we're probably not going to wear high heels anymore, Andrea, right? I'm like, "Mm, yeah, no. (laughs) I mean, I agreed when I was there, but then when I left, I'm like, fuck this. I'm going home and I'm going to wear my heels while I clean my house. And I really do do that, guys. I wear my heels around my home to break them in and I'll do it when I clean. And just I like to just wear them to just to wear them. But yeah, I will disagree with my doctors as well because I'm sorry, but I'm a fucking fan. I love heels. I love shoes. I love feeling they make me feel elegant and graceful and taller and I just like it I feel like a bad bitch when I wear high heels (laughs) um let's jump into this guys okay I don't know if you guys are on the same page as me but if you don't know what urban dictionary is and we live in a world today, guys, where you, you need to know what Urban Dictionary is and you need to know how to use it because there are so many people in this world nowadays that the stuff they talk about and the things that they say, the words, it's like, what the, what, what is that? I have no clue what it is, 
my boys, they're 12 and 14 years old. And some of the things that they say, I'm like, what does that even mean? You know, I have no clue. So then sometimes I'll go into my urban dictionary and I look to see (laughs) because I don't want to ask anymore because my kids are always like, mommy, that's, that's cringy. That's not cool. Don't say that word if you don't know what it means or you don't know what this word means. Like, no, I don't. And there's grown ass men and women that are using words too that are like gibberish to me. It's like a whole nother language. I'm just going to carry around a little urban dictionary, a little pocket book and carry it in my pocket so I can have a combo anymore. They probably don't make those, but you can use the internet for Urban Dictionary. Uh, I do all the time because I'm telling you, I I talk to so many people from different age groups that there's just so many words nowadays in 2022 and slang that I really do. I try to keep up with it and it's, it's a lot, but... Sometimes we have to in order to understand, you know, the youth and different generations. I speak millennial. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So speaking of millennial, (laughs) I'm beginning to think a lot of millennials are very broken. Okay. That's okay, though. It's okay. But don't be bringing that broken-ass energy into my energy field, okay? I'm more than happy to help you. I'm more than happy to have a conversation with you and get you on that right path. But don't you dare, don't you dare take out your insecurities onto me. (laughs) So with that being said... Red flags, guys. Let's talk about it. Red motherfucking flags. Okay. I'm just going to let you all know right now. I take notes. Okay. When I'm listening and I'm sitting back and I'm observing, I take notes. I give you three strikes. And after that, if you miss those opportunities three times to be a decent human being and you strike out, you're benched, pal. You're fucking benched, okay? Because I'm team captain. I don't have time for the bullshit. And if you're not going to, you know, put some effort into it and actually try, then you're benched, okay? So I'm just going to throw this out there because I I find this, (laughs) I do, I laugh about it all the time. (laughs) I find it very funny, but at the same time, it's, it's kind of disturbing because it's like, wow, how sad, like this guy really thinks this. (laughs) Okay. So I had a guy ask me, and this was a fucking, this was the reddest flag you'll ever fucking see. Okay. He asked me, why are you single? Like, I'm the problem or I'm toxic. You know, and the way he said it was like, and the look on his face was like, he tilted his head and was like, why are you single? Like, 
Okay. Well, mister, you ready for my answer? (laughs) And it's like, it's just because since I'm a good, since I'm good looking, he's assuming that I'm crazy and that's why I'm single. So then I'm like, all right, listen up, pal. Um, I'm single because I know my worth, because I'm not going to settle for no egotistical dumbass. (laughs) I know what I want and I know what I deserve, sir. So that's why I'm single. And, like, you're either with me mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually, or this ain't a thing, darling. Like, I hate to break it to you, but that's just my thing. And then that that's why I'm single. And how dare you, mister, come at me as to, well, like, I'm a, I'm a red flag. I'm a walking red flag. I'm toxic because I look the way that I do and the way that I carry myself. It's like, oh, I have some hidden dark secret as to why I'm single. Like, oh, she must be single because she's crazy and, and nobody wants her. No, I'm single because I don't, because I'm picky, because I don't just settle. I'm not going to just, you know, be in a relationship just to be in a relationship. You know, yeah, of course, 100%. I want to be married. I want a relationship. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not just going to, like, build a hunk and make him into the man that I want. I'd rather wait patiently for the right man to come in and present himself. (laughs) I just, I think it's so funny because I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, do you think I contacted this guy ever again? No, absolutely not. He also had the nerve to degrade me. Like, dude, come on, man. Like, really? You're going to make a comment about my outfit? Like, get the fuck out of here. You've probably been wearing that hoodie for a week straight and it has not been washed. Get out of here. And first of all, (laughs) no, I'm not even going to say it. You know, I'm not even going to say it because I'm nice. I'm kind. I, I'm not going to say it. Let's bless you. Okay. Bless you, mister. That's all I got to (laughs) say. Um, another thing. Okay. If, If all these guys are going to be walking around cocky, girls too, why don't you guys learn how to fucking kiss, okay? Because I'm going to tell you right now, people don't know how to kiss nowadays. It's like they're trying to choke you out with their fucking tongues. There's no passion anymore. No passion. Um... It's like they're trying to like suck the soul out of you. Like you're just trying to like peel off of them and they're like a Hoover fucking vacuum just sucking you in. Like, yuck. I don't want that. Like I want like an actual passionate, genuine kiss. Like when you kiss me, I want to feel you in my fucking loins. Like I want to feel you. (laughs) I want you to make me tingle in places I've never tingled before, muchacho. Like that's what I want. Um, also another thing, like people compete, people are always fucking competing with one another. No respect. A lot of guys compete with me 
too as well it's some days i just i look at <laughs> like when guys are trying to compete with me i look at them and i'm just like what the fuck like who hurt you bro who hurt you because i come in peace fuck like i am such a nice person i am so kind and i just don't understand why they're so well i get it because i'm a healer and i attract all these unhealed people but damn i tell you guys i come in peace i'm not here to compete i'm here to help you okay so this one guy i wouldn't even consider this a date because he made a fool of himself So one guy asked me, you know, about my career and what do I do for a living? So I told him, you know, well, I have, you know, a couple couple companies that I run out of my home. And I was like, my passion is, you know, being a healer and my company Rise. And I started telling him, you know, my story and my background and what I've come from and what has happened to me and and why I, you know, chose this path for myself and why I chose to become a healer. And he's sitting there the whole time, like, as I'm talking, he's like, (sighs) and like rolling his eyes and like asking me, you know, like questioning my intelligence, you know, and I'm just sitting there looking at him Thinking to myself, like, oh, no, motherfucker. Like, are you you really doing this right now? So then, you know, I just kind of blew it off a little bit. And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, when I asked him, I go, so what do you do for a living? And he's like, well, you know, I'm I'm an EMT. I'm like, oh, wow. I'm like, so you're a form of a healer as well. And he just kind of, like, gave me a dirty look, like, looked up at me. And he's like... You know, you act like you're the only healer in the world. And I'm like, what? Mm, No. (laughs) I'm like, I never once said that. Like, I, I think you're just projecting your own insecurities onto me. And it's like, I didn't want to have to get rude with him, but I had to tell him, hey, you know what, Mike? Step it up then. Do the healing inside yourself so you can help heal the heal the world too um don't be envious of the work that i have done be part of the change do the work for yourself you know that offended him i don't care because at the end of the day um he needed to hear that like he needed to know like all right then if you if you're so jealous and and you know, insecure about the issue of, you know, being a healer and you're mad because other people have woke up and before others to help them. If that, if that makes you mad, then wake the fuck up, you know, like do your part. Um, and I just had to throw that out there to him, but I never talked to him ever again since that, but that's fine. Cause now he knows like, I hope and I pray that he's doing the work, you know, uh, so that he can be an even better healer and possibly even be better than me. (laughs) Bless your soul, Mike.
<laughs> and I'm just gonna say this right now, guys. I've put in many hours, days, months, years into my healing journey. I invested in myself um, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. Um, I'm I'm very emotional. I'm <laughs> wait, yeah, that too. But I am very emotionally intelligent. And I do the mental work every day, every day, guys. So yeah, and I have tough days. There's some days where I'm like, damn, like, yikes, this is really what's going on. But I can't let it get to me because if you let it get to you, then your manifestations are never going to come in. Just be cool, man. Everything's going to work out the way it's supposed to. Okay. So. I just want to throw this out there too. Sit in your solitude and reflect. Don't ever be afraid to be alone. Don't, yeah, we all get lonely, okay? But when you're lonely, you feel things and you're supposed to feel them. You're supposed to feel the emotions and the feelings so that we can feel to heal. So sit in your solitude and feel them. Don't suppress, don't, you know, it's okay to have a couple beers or drinks, cocktails, whatever. But don't suppress yourself to not feel it, you know, feel it. Um, I, I tell a lot of my clients, you know, shadow work is where it's at. Shadow work. And do a letter, write a letter to your young self, okay? This is the best thing you can ever do. Let go of the bullies. They don't matter. They were insecure, jealous kids. If you were bullied as a child... Just know that they were insecure, jealous kids. You're an adult now. Kids don't define you. What they said didn't matter. If adults bullied you, let that go too. Because shame on them for being an adult and bullying a child. Obviously they were lost. Let it go. Don't hold on to their traumas and their insecurities and their self-doubt. Don't let that imprint on you. Let it go. You're not that person anymore. Drop the ego, guys. You don't need it to run your life. I tell a lot of my clients, use your discernment and use your intuition to guide you. And always, always listen to your intuition, guys. Your body knows Forgive yourself for allowing to be mistreated. And forgive yourself for mistreating yourself. Forgive others for hurting you because they were hurt themselves. Don't forget that, guys. A lot of stuff that we're holding from our past, you know, our wounded inner child. um, A lot of this that we're holding on to was never ours to begin with. So let it go. Let it go. (laughs) Like Elsa did. We don't need it. You don't need it on this next destination. You don't need it on the love train. You don't need it. Let it go. Live in peace. Okay? So I've been reading this book. Um, It's called Acts of Faith. 
daily meditations for people of color. I love this because they're short and sweet little quotes. I love them. They're, you know, positive affirmations, pretty much. So I'm going to read it to you. And this, I really want you to feel this. Really listen. You must live within your sacred truth. So much of our time, energy, and attention is wasted trying to convince other people how wrong they are about us. We want them to know we are not ignorant, lazy heathens. We want them to retract the untruth that has been told. We try to convince them that we have a valid history, a rich culture, and that our ancestors have made valuable contributions to the development of the world. We spend so much time trying to show them who we are not. We lose sight of who we really are. It is not our responsibility to prove to people who we are. Our job and responsibility is to be. What you do is proof of who you are. Manifestation is realization. People have a right to think whatever they choose to think. Just because they think it does not make it right. I am who I am. Don't forget that, guys. Do not forget that. Other people and their thoughts does not define you. What you feel and how you think about yourself is who you are. Keep being yourself. Keep being unique. Be unapologetically yourself. And remember, do your shadow work. Stay young at heart, guys. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Wake up, America, and do the right thing. Be love. Be grateful. Always. Don't forget, I believe in you. I love you. And I hope you have a beautiful day. Namaste. Mwah!